to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... I'm Chris Carnesale. And Rob Morphy. Be sure to follow us on these social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out. We're there to like, follow, comment. Um, I, we're pretty active on all of them. I'm going to say... Uh, we need to concentrate a little bit more on the old Instagrams. We gotta get a couple more followers over there. So Fair enough. Uh, Twitter and Facebook going strong. But hey, if you got an Instagram account, look us up. We're there. Yes, we are. We're doing it. So there you have it. Oh yeah. Um be sure to rate and review the show on iTunes and the Apple Podcasts app. You can do that right from your phone, which is kinda cool. Very convenient. Yeah, definitely convenient. Thank you, Apple, for the convenience. And we got a couple of reviews to read before we get started with today's show. So let's kick it off. With uh, the title of this review is a five-star review, and it says three dilfs and cryptids. Wow, We're dilfs. dilfs! Yeah, all right. Well, the one one's a dilf. Written by Hellboy's government paycheck. Oh <laughs> that's gosh. a pretty sweet, uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's, sweet name. That's, that's a great <laughs> moniker. <laughs> all right, so uh, Hellboy's government paycheck goes on to say these guys are the best. They deliver information on the most obscure and creepy cryptids with so much respect and humor, you can't help but feel like you're just hanging out with some friends. 10 out of 10. Thank you very much. Oh, there, hot uh, damn. Sweet. Thank Hellboy's you. Hellboy's government paycheck. Very cool. Uh, next one here. So much fun from De- Devakel. We're going to go with Devakel. That works. Five-star review. Uh, I stumbled across uh, these crazy dudes a week ago, and I wish there were more episodes. The hosts have such great chemistry and always find myself laughing at something. They bring both fun and spook to each story that they tell. I have a hard time finding podcasts to talk about cryptids or the paranormal, and I'm very happy to have found these explorers of the weird. Uh, Ooh, I, was, I love that title. That's yeah, definitely yeah, that, the that's weird. Cool. Yes. I was super surprised and happy to listen to the Mill Race Monster. Many thumbs up from the home of the bowl. Oh, snap. Keep up the awesome snap. work, guys. Thank you very much. Devil Kel. Yes, and sweet. Okay, moving on here. Uh, another five-star review from Betty Ray. Extremely fun and entertaining. I heard about this podcast from a recent episodes uh, from a recent episode of the Monsters Among Us podcast and decided to give it a listen. I have to say, I'm not disappointed. These guys are a perfect combination of humor and seriousness. I highly recommend giving them a listen. Oh, there you go. A little oh, love shucks. from uh, Monsters Among Us podcast. Shout out to Derek. Check that check that show out. You should definitely sign up for the Patreon because uh, I have an episode on there and you can listen to that. So. Yay, Dan. Nepotism. Um, nepotism. You're okay, famous. Uh, I can't. Uh, it's a five-star review from Fio Digi. It says, good fudging podcast, my dudes. Fun listen. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Fudging. I appreciate that review. And I, I like that they kept it classy. Yeah. I like <laughs> Unlike us. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, love this podcast from David Gale, 82, five-star review. I've been looking for a good podcast about cryptids for a long time. Thankfully, I found a great one in the Kryptonaut podcast. I love how relaxed and informative the hosts are. Keep up the great work, guys. Would love to see some merch. Actually, we have a merch store uh, in the description of this podcast, there's a link for our T Public Shop. We have two designs up right now. We recently launched the um, the three of us. Yep, the, on a, on the Charlie's Angel shirt yeah. we call it yeah. personally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we, we got us, we us three bootalicious two babes. designs. We got two designs up, and we got more designs coming. So to round off the uh, uh, the review section here, we're gonna follow it up with uh, one last review here from Pineapple Four Fifty Eight. Good podcast, three star review. Wicked. What? <laughs> Unthinkable. I, but I think what this might be, though, this might just be some cross wires or some possible miscommunication or improper use of, uh, I don't know, some sort of tablet. So it says, entertaining, 
but please work on the sound volume and quality. At max volume, it is hard to hear without sticking my ear over the output. Mm-hmm. That's That's been my beef from word go. Yeah. So I think what this person might be doing is listening to us like on some sort of a tablet, but with no headphones. Oh, that would be tough. Yeah, because when I hear them say, like, without sticking my ear over the output, for some reason... That I implies th- a lack of headphones. For some reason, yeah, I, or, I, or I think that they're backwards and upside down trying to, like, <laughs> trying to like listen to the podcast. Oh, that would suck. So, uh, yeah, no, um, I listen to our show, uh, you know, obviously on headphones, but I also have, like, an Alexa and, like, a Bluetooth speaker in my car. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think most any podcast that you're going to listen to, playing it just through a device on the device speaker is not going to be the best quality no. that you can listen to it at. It's a little, no. tiny, little tiny baby speaker. That's the deal. So yeah. do us a you favor. Headphones. Uh, Pineapple uh, 458. First of all, thank you for the review. I'm glad that you do enjoy the podcast. And as far as the sound quality goes, get yourself a nice pair of headphones. Plug them bad boys in. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think then. And if you can go back and, uh, you know, just follow up that review with, a, hey, I listened to on some headphones or like a stereo. And Maybe it sucked cool. less. Here's, yeah. here's the thing, though. I even have a pair of, like, dollar store buds, literally dollar store buds that I had to grab at the last second when I was heading somewhere and I needed to hear shit. And that was what I had access to. And I still, from my tablet, when I'm researching some weird alien or monster stuff i'll be listening to us sometimes while i'm researching uh you know because it's multitask day and even these shitty little buds they sound pretty good so yeah yeah, totally check it out but nice headphones are always better yeah i like the big cushy ones on your ears like the old school 70s ones that like cover half your skull like some they're kind of not the huge ones but like you know the skull but they're still candy or whatever like they're making a comeback at least like real headphones like earbuds will only get you so far uh, my nephew's beats once, and I felt like I was transported into another universe. Yeah, well, those yeah, are next level. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't afford beats. Oh, but, no. Uh, no. But, you know, I just rock my regular earbuds like I live in them. So They're kind of awkward to I me. like them. I mean, like, they, they feel good. weird in my ear. I don't care right. for them, but... Right. But still, you can hear it. So yeah. give it a shout and or a shot, and, and then yeah. give us a shot. Or you know what? Just get a hold of me and let me know how you're listening to this because I'm completely confused as far as putting your ear over the output. Like I'm not sure what is going on there. But but I mean, hey, they said that it was a good podcast. And, no, I appreciate uh, that. You know, I know. Yeah, and three can, stars. That's not so bad. We're just gonna we're just gonna help you listen in a, a better way. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna bring the sound to you. So this week we have the <laughs> banged humanoids of Kofu. Indeed. Let's get this uh, started with, in the winter of 1975, two grade school boys had a shocking face-to-face confrontation with a pair of small, wrinkled, triple-fanged euphonauts that immediately propelled the distraught adolescent squarely into the eye of a nationwide media maelstrom. Oh, I love that word. Maelstrom's a great word. I think I pulled that off, right? I love maelstroms. Okay, good. That's really proud of you. They're scary. Yeah, maelstroms are scary. Yeah. This is going to take us to the land of Japan. Oh, I One love of my favorite, favorite oh, places to visit, my favorite at place. least through entertainment, because I, I don't think any of us have ever been there. I've not. No. Someday. Someday. Sometime before 7 p.m. on the evening of February 23rd, 1975, two seven-year-old boys, Masato Kawano and Katsuhiro Yamahata, were roller skating near their Hinode housing estate in Kaminachi, Kofu City. I'm just going to assume you're saying this all right. Yeah. Okay, good. Here's the thing. I literally put in parentheses after it, hin-o-day and kamimachi. Oh, good. So I I actually go to YouTube and say, how do you pronounce these things? Because I am a fucking nightmare. All right. Okay. 
So I'm, I'm probably still mispronouncing it. But anyway, they're in Kofu City roller skating because that's what you do in the 70s. Well, duh. You roller skate I your did. tits off. That's what happens. Completely did. When the pair noticed two glittering orange UFOs cavorting in the sky above them. Cavorting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cavorting with UFOs cavorting mm-hmm. in the back of the car on a Saturday. <laughs> That's how you do. That's how you cavort with your UFO. The enthralled boys stared in astonishment as the larger of the two objects broke off and flew northwest towards Mount Otago, while the smaller craft slowly descended to the ground, landing amongst the props of a vineyard located behind the estate. So behind the apartment complex oh, where they vineyard. live is a vineyard. Okay, nice. The legendary vineyards of Japan. <clears throat> yeah, I know. <laughs> which I've never heard of before, but of course. I mean, they grow grapes everywhere. Yeah, totally. And so they see this one object takes off towards the mountains to the northwest. One lands behind their apartment complex. It's on. Cool. Yep. The boys later confirmed that despite the distance, the descending aerial anomaly could be heard emitting an odd series of crackling or quote-unquote ticking sounds not unlike that of a Geiger counter. Hmm. It's always a disturbing sound. Crackly. Not good radiation. Or like like tinfoil in a microwave. Yeah. Just a bad scene. Oh, like exploding? (coughs) Well. Exploding lightning death? That's horrible. (laughs) Tinfoil in a microwave? (laughs) (laughs) It goes without saying that the curious youngsters wasted no time in removing their skates and charging into the vineyard in order to get a better look at this now earthbound object. Brave. Mm Mm-hmm. As the courageous noted, and perhaps a wee bit impulsive second graders approached the formerly orange quote unquote spacecraft, they noted that it now resembled a domed silver disc which stood approximately seven feet high and was roughly fifteen feet in diameter. Respectable dimensions for a UFO. Yeah. Solid. Unlike previous, it was a ten yeah. three foot tall, ten foot wide. Yeah. With the That's the Domston the blobs. The, the yeah. Terrible flying jelly yeah, bags. That's, yeah. Still, seven seven is a little. We've seen some. We've seen some micronauts, as I as I've dubbed them, the the little tiny aliens that are like three inches tall yeah. that invade Indonesia. I've written articles about them. Surely we'll do them someday. I know. I promise that all the time. And they've arrived in, in UFO smaller than this table, like ridiculous. Like the daytime ended small. Yeah, they're just like escape pods, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, basically. And but they're little tiny aliens. So I mean, everything's relative. Okay. The now classically shaped flying saucer was perched on three ball shaped legs. That's what they said, quote-unquote, ball-shaped legs. They weren't legs, obviously. They're just half circles on the bottom of like the... Like Powerpuff Girls? Right. I guess, yeah. yeah they have little yeah. Powerpuff so, legs. Yeah. That's funny. And had what the children described as strange characters embossed on the metal surface of the hull. Mm. What's interesting about these strange characters are, um, when you go to the article, which will be linked to this podcast, you will see the drawing of the UFO that one of the kids made. And the characters, they said, actually looked like Japanese writing, but wasn't. And it does. For someone that doesn't read Japanese, which is all of us, it looks just like Japanese writing. But apparently it was nonsense. Yeah. So, while inspecting the craft, both Kawano and Yamahata were astounded to see a hatch open on the side and a ladder automatically extending down to the ground below. Oh, Sounds pretty cut and dry to me. Yep. Classic UFO landing exactly. device. Classic. Standard Vintage. operating procedures. Yeah, that's how they do it. The boys stared in stunned silence as a peculiar, long-armed humanoid being disembarked from the ship. It was at that moment that the boys noticed another, slightly smaller, though virtually identical entity that remained inside what was apparently the object's button and lever-filled control room. 
That's what they just oh, described I love it as. Button it was levers. buttons and levers yeah. for days. You know, none of that fucking fancy touchscreen shit no, that's so old annoying. School. Yeah. You need Big buttons ass and buttons. fucking levers. Yeah. yeah, you adjust the lever and you push the button and then you connect the cord and you do the thing. You do it. Yeah. Twist it's old dial. school. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. Yeah. Old school Norad board games or yeah, mission control. Totally. Do big CRT. Ropes and pulleys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Circuits. Kawano and Yamahata, Yamahata, excuse me, later reported that the creatures were both approximately four feet tall and were clad in glowing or reflective silver uniforms. We've seen this before mm. with the Grinning Man. Mm. Space fashion at the height. Also. The uh, Metal Man of Fault. The Metal Man. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's pretty standard. Cool. They also depicted the entities as having large pointed ears, uncovered and uncovered feet ending in two protuberances. That's their quote. They also had wrinkly, a wrinkly dark brown epidermis. So, all right, we got a silver suit, no shoes. Okay. Big, big ass. Protuberant toes. Okay. Yep. okay. Big um, words for a second grader, but word. Yeah, well, you know, they're Japanese. Yeah. They're better educated Again, than us. like the Swedish, better yeah. educated. Uh, and big giant, big giant pointy ears right. and super wrinkly face. Like they couldn't see eyes. They couldn't see a nose. Like Sharpay wrinkly? Just yeah. Like, like, like I did an illustration of it based on their drawing, right, the right. eyewitness drawings, <clears throat> and, the, and they were actually pretty good for kids. And uh, and so you'll get, you'll get a vibe of it. It'll be with this thing. Wrinkly skin kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. it, it, it's like it, weird, the wrinkle. Like it sounds like that asshole from the He-Man movie, but shorter. Remember that guy that had the key? He was never in the. Oh, the wizard guy. Yeah, he, he had the point. He's like yeah. He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude who was never in the toys. He, he was the shit version of Orko. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't Orko. But he was. Yeah, I think he, he took the place. Yeah, I can forget the guy's name. Somebody email us and tell us his name. We could Google it. I don't but know. We're not it's going irrelevant. To. Yeah. A piece of shit. It's movie. pretty awesome. It was, yeah, yes. no, I mean it's an awesome Look character. It. Shitty movie. Skeletor ruled. Okay, and they marched yeah, down Frank the street. Frank Langella did victory. a pretty solid job. And considering that you couldn't CG out his nose. The makeup is admirable. Dude, when they are no, marching down the street yeah. in victory. The movie should have taken place in fucking Eternia. And, and Skeletor's forces consisted yeah, of that quite possibly that it didn't. eight people. Eight people. But I don't care. Yeah, it's it like two so dudes cool. on some sleds. <laughs> yeah. Army of seven. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off, Skeletor. Yes. <laughs> All right, He-Man aside. All right. So they have large pointed ears, two-toed feet wrinkly dark brown epidermis the creature's faces were also smothered in furrows so dense that they obscured any noticeable features save three distinct nearly two inch long metal fangs so basically it's a pile of wrinkles on the face except for three metal fangs just one, two, the three. Only, so the only like discernible feature is just these metal fangs yeah, these oh, shiny man. steel wow. teeth right. but you can, you can see long. wrinkly skin but nothing but you can't see it's just folds do, do we have a Picture look, I understand, but yeah. like, well, how could how can you see the folds Here, and not take, take a, take a no, look at what they basically? That. It looks kind of like a scummy mummy. Oh, that yeah, that looks like st- that sounds like a mad ball. Yeah, it does <laughs> too. Scummy, scummy mummy, mummy. <laughs> or garbage pail kid or whatever. <laughs> okay, yeah, well that makes All sense. Right, yeah. Totally. The boys also claimed that the being that emerged from the craft was carrying a long uh, object slung over its left shoulder, which they stated resembled a rifle. So he's packing heat. Got no eyes. It's got three okay, metal mummy teeth. goblin with mummy a rifle goblin with big giant spock ears. Cool. The strange visitor surveyed the terrain outside the saucer, outwardly oblivious to the spellbound duo openly ogling it. Oblivious that was until it sharply turned and placed one of its clawed, four-fingered hands, quote unquote, onto Yamahata's shoulder, 
patting him twice and uttering what? a series of sounds that sounded to the boys, and this is another quote, like a tape recorder running backward. A little like the Vegetable Man. I was going to say, it was something else bit. we did, yeah, did that. Like the vegetable vegetable man. His voice was going forward, though. It sounded like a they sped up recording. They got that close to the kids that he's just like, yeah. And the, the two okay, pads, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a little... I know I didn't make the right sound, but yes. Right. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, knew, I knew Chris could do it. I knew it. I was I hoping. Hey, kids, here you go. Just yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, What's going no on? Deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Ray. Yeah, I just, yeah. That's, that's John and the Yeah, cockpit. Larry's in there with the buttons and levers. Buttons and levers. Buttons and levers. So at this point, Yamahata, the one who was tapped gently twice, collapsed to the ground, later claiming he was paralyzed with terror. Okay, well. Understandable. I mean, you got a scummy, I mean, mummy, super in, space goblin second, touching you. Yeah, he's in second grade. I get yeah, it. He's I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, from a different generation, but I don't know if I'd necessarily collapse in fear. Oh, uh, are you uh, say, are you saying <laughs> Japanese boys wow. from the seventies weren't hard enough for you? Do you know they were wow. all orphans? Really? Have Look you it. ever watched any other TV? Every like, single one of them yeah, was an orphan. None of them grew up with As the proper supervision. No. Is a goddamn baby boomer. Yeah. My generation knows what to do. Oh my god. <laughs> You're just you making shit up now. That's of for your all you baby boomers out there. Oh, my nah, God. Nah, I'm joking. No, I but, and, my and, parents porked after a war. I'm special. And I, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you everything that's wrong. In all seriousness, though, I could totally see being a second grader freaking the fuck out. Oh, my out. God. Yeah, and it's yes. totally understandable. Absolutely. So. It's totally legit. Mm. But here's where the metal of this generation is proven. Oh. As soon as Yamahata fell to the ground, Kawano, exhibiting a commendable degree of courage for one so young, rapidly pulled his friend up onto his shoulder and carried him away from these potentially vampiric alien assailants. Wow, his buddy's a man. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, we oh, gotta get out, out of here. Yeah. Get on my shoulders. I'm gonna <laughs> saving Private Ryan your ass out of All here. Right, so maybe this kid is the actual baby boomer. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> this is the kid is the baby boomer, yeah. He's the tough ass. He is. All super right. tough ass, super. All right. Upon returning to the estate, the now almost hysterical boys immediately informed their mothers about this bizarre close encounter. They're curious yet almost certainly incredulous mothers followed them, I'm, I'm sorry, followed their clearly perturbed sons back to the back of the apartment where, much to their shock, they confirmed seeing an orange, strobe-like light pulsating in the vineyard. Oh, so it was verified by the adults. By the moms, Ooh, yeah. See, now I feel bad for the kid that freaked out and passed out. Well, his friend was there. Yeah, no, but still. The boys tried to convince their mothers to investigate the area, but they sagely decided to keep their distance from the inexplicable object. The parents later testified that the unusual light show continued for another five minutes before the UFO rocketed skyward with a burst of light so brilliant that the eyewitnesses were compelled to avert their eyes. Oh. So it's strobing, orange, boop, right. boop, boop, and then all of a sudden, boop, up, like a shot. And we have eyewitnesses now yeah. in this case. All right, cool. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. It should be noted that while Yamahata and Kawano were the only ones who have actually seen the alleged extraterrestrial entities, their classmate, eight-year-old Ichiro Minigishi, also reported spying a shining saucer flying towards the Hinode housing estate while riding in a car with his parents near the Kofi Bypass, approximately one half hour before the boys claimed to have encountered the UFO. Later, other witnesses, including a janitor and a local woman, 
spied a UFO while driving in the area at approximately the same time. All right, so we've got a so lot of collaboration going on here. Yeah, yeah. There's some stuff here. There's some stuff. Yeah. Additional eyewitnesses. Okay. Yeah. So there, we've, there's we've some got meat. Some there's some meat in the yeah. story. Mm-hmm. The following day, <laughs> Kawano and Yamahata had a captivated audience of students and teachers at the Yamashiro Elementary School as they drew pictures of the beings and retold the harrowing tale of their alien encounter. It wasn't long before alien fever had infected the entire student body, and in an effort to quell the escalating mania among the students, schoolmaster Nobuyoshi Kaneko... That's Kaneko. That's a great, I know, I know. For all any kaiju fan, Kaneko means a lot to you. With what appears to be a surge of open-mindedness, decided that they would inspect the area for themselves. Well, sure. Right, so you're, 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 you're getting UFO mania, but you're like, you know what? Let's turn this into a learning mode. Yeah. Let's like get a, the let's kids make, out let's there. Let's make this a field trip. Dude, this yeah. Sounds, let's do some soil samples. This is an episode of Kamen Rider. I'm oh, totally. Convinced. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Just without him. To- but yeah. like, we're just, we're one, we're one metal hero away from it being a proper. Yeah. But there's actually a possible tenuous connection. There's get something. Yeah, there's definitely a, uh, okay. a thing. The school officials armed with whatever I'm sorry, the school officials armed with whatever scientific paraphernalia they could get their hands on made their way to the scene of the event. Upon their arrival, they noted that two solid concrete posts had been pushed over at the landing site. It was determined that the boys would not have been able to accomplish this task of ostensibly intergalactic vandalism on their own. So these heavy, well-planted posts knocked over, pushed down by the UFO. The kids couldn't have done it as part of their okay. ruse. So we have some evidence. So they say. Okay. The investigative team also discovered what they referred to as quote-unquote landing traces, including soil impressions that were fairly deep, so indicating that something heavy had landed, as well as a ring pattern in the dirt <clears throat> near the broken concrete posts where the UFO had allegedly landed. One school teacher even claimed to have discovered radioactivity within the circular patch. Mm. So apparently someone brought their own kicker oh. counter. Okay, cool. Following the event, both boys were questioned in depth by the in depth by their parents, their teachers, and noted UFO investigator Masuru Mori. Their stories remained disturbingly consistent. So they weren't fucking changing it. They weren't embellishing it. They're right. just saying what they saw. Yeah. Okay. Not surprisingly, when asked what the orange lights might have been, authorities at the Civil Aviation Bureau of Transportation Ministry. Jesus that's Christ. That's a fucking title mouthful. Of a, wow. That's a title. First off, doesn't it suck that America doesn't have ministries? All right, so is this the yeah, part? Yeah, no, I know. Is, it, is this the uh, the the group where remember in uh, in Shin Godzilla where they have all their board meetings? That's exactly what I was thinking. Are yeah. these the people that the, had that crazy spoiler alert set up with the different trucks that would eventually? I don't know smash if that is specifically the Civil Aviation up. Bureau of Transportation okay, Ministry. Cool. There's but about I'm sure five or six different ministries. Oh yeah. Within 45 minutes of that movie. It was a cavalcade of bureaucracy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll go. Okay. They claimed that the UFOs were nothing more than the lights of a YS-11 propeller plane, which often flew at an altitude of 1,000 meters and was visible to the naked eye. They apparently reserved comment as to whether or not the aircraft could also assume the form of small, pointy-eared, fanged humanoids. They can't. Fair. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that's... That's some bullshit. That's a different ministry. All right, so here's the little touch that brings it back to Toku Land, which is a favorite place for all of us to totally. visit. Totally. <laughs> uh, skeptics, including researcher Bintaru Yamaguchi, have noted that an extraterrestrial known as Alien Hook, which appeared in a 1968 episode of Japan's popular Tukosatsu, Tokusatsu, television series Ultra 7, something Chris and I... Yeah, you remember. Ultra 7 was good. ...faithfully gone through, and it's wonderful... 
bears at least a superficial resemblance to the Kofu humanoid minus the metallic fangs. And I've got to say, I included a picture of this entity. Yep, you can show it to Chris in, in the article. It does yeah, look I, I remember that. a lot like what the, yeah, alien yeah, hook. Yeah, it kind of does. I mean, like the wrinkly face. The big, the big pointy yeah. ear, the wrinkly face, the lack of metal fangs mm. is notable. Yeah. But just because, um, you know, eight years before or however many years before, a TV show happened to come out that had a wrinkly-faced, <sighs> big-eared alien doesn't mean that that is specifically what these two seven-year-old no, kids saw. No, it doesn't, but can you imagine growing up in Japan and just having all that oh, wealth of amazingness in your imagination? Every day. Yeah. Just an episode of Cayman Rider or Ultraman or, or whatever, in Azuman. I mean, it goes on and on, and then every day you're seeing the glories of, of great, uh, you know, masked monster work and, and so, everything else. Oh. So we can see how the kids could... It's a possibility. Could that make something, that connection. And that's why I included it in the article okay. no, and why good. I mentioned it's it. Good. Because okay. yeah, it's the, the resemblance yeah. is a little uncanny. Okay, but we do have multiple adults that are seeing this. They didn't see the little tiny fanged humanoid dudes. No. But they did see this orange light and the people did see a UFO. So there is that. Now again, could that be a, the YS-11 propeller plane at a low altitude? Yes, that possibly well, could only, be. Only when it was seen flying. Right. So maybe the right. eight-year-old kid that saw a light or the janitor and the local woman possibly yeah. once they heard there was a UFO landing and they're like, oh, I saw something in this guy. Right. And maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm not even saying for sure because they could have also seen a UFO. Because the only two witnesses to the actual aliens themselves are these two kids. The two kids. Okay. Yeah. But their right. moms noticed the strobing orange light from the vineyard, the explosion right. of light, and the ascending UFO. Right, which is That is something part. that is definitely yeah. not a propeller plane. No, right. definitely not. Which is def- which straight land to air. Yeah, take off. Yeah, there there was no uh, yeah, there's no taxiing down the runway of the, of the vineyard. No, so no, it's boofed. All right, well, I mean, it's interesting. It's definitely a super weird, cool kind of case where it's just kind of funny that they get out of the craft. The dude has like a rifle, whatever, just pats the kid in the shoulder, says his piece, yeah. and then, then why? He's just like, all right, we're, we're out. See ya. Well, they didn't. The- who knows when they left? They didn't leave for a few minutes anyway. Right. I mean, they might have been there to get soil samples. That's often a feature of extraterrestrial landings. They're, they're digging up dirt. So maybe this thing was like a super advanced techno shovel, and the kids just thought it looked like a rifle. I mean, right. there's seven. Who right. knows? So there's these two entities. They're on a little scout ship. They're like, get some earth dirt, see how it works, do right. your shit, or whatever the hell they were doing. You know, they see it. Maybe this, this creature is trying to give a comforting mm. word. Like, yeah. hey, man, yeah. it's all good. Oh, I know dude, I look cool. all fucked up, but yeah. don't worry about it. And it's just like all squiggle-voiced, and he might gets be, touched by the super claw, and might he fucking be something loses his mind. That, uh, might be something that we would do if we landed on an alien planet and... You guys are inside working the levers, and I got to get out of the ship to get the alien dirt. And I come some across some little alien creature. I'm like, "Hey, little buddy, what's going on?" You would know guys? better than to touch it, though. <laughs> yeah, I would actually touch it. Yeah, no. I just no, oh, I would man. send Chris out. <laughs> like Chris, touch and comfort it. <laughs> yeah. Touch and comfort it. I know. Hug it like it's a cat. You would have to automatically you get voted for that because you have kids. Oh yeah, it's that's true. A, yeah, 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 you know how to the, deal with the little ones. That would be my deal on the on the expedition. Yep. Damn it! Even in space, I gotta be a dad. But then again, so we, if we can make it to another planet and not be able to detect life anywhere near us, right? I don't know how, how good we but really are. But maybe they didn't give a fuck. Like often, yeah, maybe they didn't. Give often, a fuck. extraterrestrials don't seem to give fucks any fucks. Well, at clearly all. they don't. Apparently, in real yeah. life, they're gonna land. They're gonna dig some dirt, or they're gonna take a rock, or they're gonna fucking offer you a pancake, or they're gonna do whatever the fuck they do with no regard. Suck your blood. Any more yep. than we would care. Like if we were, if we had some shit to do in the woods. 
we would not be discussing at length, all right, what are we going to do if we see a deer? Are we going to tell them it's cool? Or, you know, we wouldn't give a shit. We're like, we're going to do something in the woods. There's going to yeah. be deer. They're going to run away or deal right. with us. It doesn't matter yeah. to us. No, it's true. I just feel like when it's an alien planet, maybe the parameters are a little different. You'd think. Because, you, you know what? Because we have a, you know, we, we, we grew up with Star Trek and prime directives, and you show some respect for the indigenous population, but... There's no reason to assume that they have these protocols no, I mean, this, at all. These wrinkly, no, yeah, no, fang-toothed dudes—they just kind of like patted the kid in the shoulder, talked real weird, and they didn't. They were they, no, they, were, them, they didn't abduct them. Violent. They no, they were just no, like, but, hey. that, but we don't know that they didn't have that intention. I mean, maybe him passing out in sheer terror was sensing the danger. And maybe his buddy, you know, that flight or flight response, hefting him out in the shoulders and getting him the eye out of the kid is the hardest second grader. Sure, but I, I mean, world. I feel like they could have done something at that point, stopped him maybe. Well, yeah, or used their super rifle yeah, or whatever. So the kid just drops, and the other kid, I mean, he has to take the time to lift the other kid up. So right. the other Get the hell out mummy of fang is just watching. Yeah, like, like uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, if, like, that, right, if that happened. Well, this went bad. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back home. <laughs> like, we've apparently upset Things the native. Went south. The native population. Yeah. Uh, the kid is collapsed. Plus, it is like eight, eight or nine year olds too. Yeah. Yeah, seven. I mean, specifically, seven. yeah, yeah. It, I there uh, there are adults that are, that are seeing some some activity, but I can kind of questioning if this is just at the over it. Active imagination of kids, or you know, they're making it up. I know what you're saying, and I think there's seems, there's something legit. But ah. I, I always I, I loathed it when I was a child, and even as an elder statesman, I loathed you it too. Saw it in the dismissing move, the disbelief, kids, I know, yeah, dismissing I know, kids. I know, it, it goes right back to uh, the Blob or Invaders from Mars, where no one believes the kid. Right. The kids are just young punks starting up, you know, stirring trouble. Don't give fucks, and and you can't trust what they say any more than I think every time someone's drunk that they hallucinate. To me, it's like if you right. have a beer and see a Bigfoot, you probably still saw something weird. You don't hallucinate. You just, right. and, and even if you're, well, if you're sloppy shit-faced, you still don't probably hallucinate. You just can't be reliable anymore. Right. But I don't think just because they're kids, I'm going to dismiss out of hand. Okay. The All roller right. no, skating, they see some crazy shit. They kick off the skates. They run back to check it out. <laughs> it's some weird, weird effed up. And, you know, ugly doesn't mean evil. We know that. Yeah. We're not here to be judgy. Rod Serling, no. you know, has taught us well. Yeah. It's the, well, the yeah. irony of the ugly aliens that they could be good and the beautiful thing could be very dangerous. Right. But that doesn't mean they're also not dangerous. We just don't know. Well, they could have been the scouting expedition of a big invasion party that's, you know, because of space time bullshit is only going to arrive when we're in our fucking 80s. That could be be too. Sons of bitches. Ah, they got us. Yeah. The long game. I guess they are rifles. (laughs) And dangerous (laughs) ones at that. I guess they were weapons. Down in the streets. Nice. The fanged humanoids. That would suck. It's a a little long of a name. Fanged humanoids of Kofu. I probably yeah, could have done a little better cool. no, with that. No, I think that. it sounds kind of cool. But, um, so but Japan their... rules, and I love it. And Japan in the 70s I especially know, it's rules. tough not to see that if you're growing up with those shows. Like, <laughs> Heather that's Bay. exactly what I expect you to see. My name is Ryan Sprague. When I was 12 years old, I saw something in the sky that I couldn't explain. And I've been searching for answers ever since. And now, I want you to join me on that search. As part of Entertainment One's podcast network, this is the Somewhere in the Skies podcast. Every week, I sit down with people in all walks of life to discuss UFOs, the paranormal and esoteric, and just plain weird. From the worlds of academia, psychology, theology, science and tech, entertainment and art, and everything in between, we dig deep back here on the ground to find those ever-elusive answers somewhere 
in the skies. New episodes every Monday available on all major podcast outlets and at somewhereintheskies.com. Remember, keep your feet on the ground, but never stop searching somewhere in the skies. Of course. Yeah. Have there been any other like reportings or sightings of similar aliens? There are other reports. Obviously, there are a lot of reportings. Let's break it down by what they are. Small tons. That's the vast majority. Either small or very tall. Uh, Big eared. All right. That's a nightmare sound. Damn it, ghost train. Well, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's not a ghost. It's literally right out the window. I, I, like, can, I think no... I feel like I can see through it. And if no. I can see, it's a translucent ghost train. No. It's just not when you're expecting the noise. All <sighs> the so air just... brake goes. And all right. Y'all get scared. Back on point. Big ears, <laughs> fairly common. Mummy type faces, more common than you'd fucking think. Really? Yes. Really? There's Interesting. Mechano mummies and weird bandagey faced things or that mm. or, or super wrinkled. Even the Pascagoula abduct abductors oh, yeah, yeah, with the, a pointy nose and yeah, ear yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. and antennae. Mm. Uh, they had a super wrinkle face that the eyewitnesses described as elephantine. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people say, oh, it looks like a mummy. Sometimes they say it looks like an elephant's ass. But but wrinkle skinned aliens are Interesting. F- I wouldn't say the most common by a stretch, but fairly common. Yeah. All right. Well, three metallic fangs. I don't know about that anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of fucked. That's a new one to me. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, it could be a fairly common species type from a certain region of the cosmos, as far as I fucking know. I don't know. Nebula M. Yep. To where everyone's Nebula M space hunter. So yeah, are so there's some features there that are shared some similarities with other uh, UFO encounters, which is kind of cool, which is working in their favor. And I also think what works in their favor is Ichiro Minigishi, Minigishi, I think his name was, uh, seeing a UFO within a half hour, plus the janitor, plus the woman, plus most importantly, their mothers mothers, watching. Apparently it turns orange when it moves and it's metallic when it's parked, seeing it explode upwards from the vineyard. So... To me, even though none of that confirms the actual existence of these humanoids, that all lends credibility to the fact that there was a real UFO Something encounter. happened. Something happened. So, yeah, yeah. It sounds like, like it's, it's, out of the yeah, something yeah. was definitely there. Now, detecting radiation in the landing is interesting. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, well, that wasn't more than normal background radiation. They, that's claimed, but that's not, that's not backed, right? Yeah, that was know, it, just, it. Just said somebody literally went out there. I think one of them had a Geiger counter or Geiger counter. How do you say that? I know. I was saying Geiger. I, maybe, I, I you know. switch back and forth. Yeah. And one of them had a fucking tape measure, which okay. sounds ridiculous and underprepared. But you do want to measure how big these landing, even though they didn't report what it was. So thanks for nothing. But um, well, so yeah. they turned it into a learning experience, which is awesome. They took the the panic and the frenzy that was starting in the school and turned it into a learning. Uh, experience, which, which cool. I think is yeah. one of the most brilliant things. That the, I think that if there's a moral to the story is, yay on those teachers. Yeah. Good fucking job. Don't just tell them to shut up or d- don't be intrigued by your classmates <laughs> encounter with an extraterrestrial. That's who cares? You know, yeah. focus on math. They're like, oh, F it. Let's go. Let's go check out the UFO site. Yeah. That's boss. Another reason to go back in time and go to Japan. So yeah. Which, by the way, we did. Chris and I eventually are going to go back in time to Japan and live out the rest I'm, of our I'm lives. I'm just not sure when. We just don't know when it's going it to happen. could be various decades. We've known this <laughs> for a long time now. We just don't know when it's going to happen. So if the pod spontaneously stops, it's because Chris, I, and Mark's son, Charlie, who will breed prolifically in okay. Japan. Either there or somehow we just get Mark's DNA. Oh, yeah. Maybe we do. Oh, yeah. We might. Well, I mean, you might come with us. Maybe you're laying pipe yeah, all over Japan. I, I don't didn't know, think man. about that. I don't know. 
Your wife's gonna be so mad. Yeah, no. Then we kind of want to keep family pa- together. We it might be we take past dad into the yeah, the past. Like, a, like a time replica. Just but then, that's fine. then future dad doesn't exist, and he doesn't make his babies. Oh, this is Doctor Who technology. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily Maybe how that works. Maybe we just clone the dad. Okay, we can do that. Sure. You want, are you gonna come with us? Probably not. No. Yeah. Probably no, not. No, no. It's gonna be worse. Well, anyway, we're not going anywhere soon. Sorry. Right. Sorry to lay this. We'll, on you yeah. Guys. We'll let you know yeah. when this well, happens. We, or we, we won't. But nice. Mark will let you know when we suddenly nice. disappear. You'll know where we went at least. So, um, so as far as these aliens that these kids saw, the Kofu humanoids, the Kofu humanoids, humanoid. Um, and there hasn't been anything reported afterwards. Oh no. Okay. So this is like one of the one of the one and dones. But unlike most of our one and dones, this actually has like other people witnessing. Yeah, it's not just not the humanoids, but the some UFO, phenomena. Kind of cool. Jennings yeah, in the is, woods yeah, with his crossbow. Is, yeah. It's it's. Uh, a pile of people saw something that seems to be related to what two kids saw. Okay. And two mothers confirmed, at least in terms of the vehicle. Right. Those are like, I'm not saying they're unimpeachable, but those are like confirmed four people, two adults, two kids, that saw the saw same some ostensible phenomenon <clears throat> in terms right, of the UFO. All right, so um, I guess the big question here I don't even know really is... if it wasn't, aside from the kids seeing the things, like mm-hmm. what anybody else could have seen. What like I was going to say is, what, let's start this craft, off with our like what, checklist what the hell could it really of what could this be? Okay. This one is probably not diabetes. I don't think these <laughs> two random kids were suffering from childhood hallucinations brought no, on by blood sugar levels. Probably not. Um, so, of course, we got to acknowledge that it could be a hoax, but I don't, unless the mothers were involved or right. somehow perpetrating it, and then everyone else in the community was like, I saw a light. Yeah. Oh, I saw light too. Yeah, oh. but there was like the, the imprints and heavy yeah. things, and, right. and a radiation. Lot of, yeah, there's more a lot than, of yeah, but normal background when radiation. When this happens, everybody wants to get on board. Next thing you know, UFO mania hitting the town. True, but no I don't. One got UFO hats. I don't know any any. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't have any stories about this becoming. I mean, yes, it hit the it hit the national media and it spread right. pretty well. But and maybe somebody monetized it somehow. But I don't know of any like great Kofu merchandising schemes. Right. Right. Well, the plan may not have popped off what they thought it was going to pop off. Maybe they thought we're going to get some sweet toys out of this, get our own sneaker line, a couple cool T-shirts, maybe funny hats, your Kofu alien sneakers, awesome, uh, you know, Halloween masks or whatever. They did make great toys. Japan, the master of toy making. Oh my god! Yes. Um, The best toys. They've definitely made a lot of fascinating toys based on real alien and cryptozoological uh, creatures, or ostensibly real. And uh, and so you get these great. And I'm sure there's Kofu humanoid toys, and totally. there's all sorts of shit out there. So it, Japan it, rules. it could have been a hoax. It could have been. Uh, I don't think it was you know. though. Well, no, but the, the possibility is always there. Yep. So always dismissing hoax and dismissing uh, <sighs> medical hallucination. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. What could it mis- almost has to be extraterrestrial? I mean, I don't know why you could miss. I mean, somebody. I can't think of any way that you could even. Like this is not a hoax. See something and like uh, it's pretty complex. Like mistaken in, ter- in terms of and by hoax, I mean not not a hoax perpetrated right, by two right. kids lying, but a hoax perpetrated on two kids. Right. Because right. I don't think someone just erected a, you know, a tinfoil and cardboard spaceship and you know had really complex masks. Yeah. Touched, made a weird sound, 
waited for them to run away, and then had fireworks, yeah. like Roman candles exploding upward. Yeah. It's a long way to go. Implying a UFO maybe. taking off. Maybe yeah. it was like six bomb rockets. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but legendary. With report. Six rocket. <laughs> All right, so I'm yeah. saying I think this shit is some legitimately weird it's, stuff it, that it, demands well, it more research. And I can't say unequivocally I think it's true, but right. I can say... It's certainly intriguing. I love it. This falls right into that pattern of just weird shit that allegedly came to Earth that you know we all adore. Yeah, totally. Um, and and I'm, I think I think there's something to it. I think there's something at least interesting enough about it. I can't get a handle on one convenient thing because you could dismiss the kids, you could dismiss the moms, you can even dismiss the other eyewitnesses, but all of it together makes it much harder to dismiss it all in one fell swoop. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. well, there's a lot involved. I agree. A lot of things happen. A lot of things people saw. Yeah, close to each other. All right. Well, I mean, so we're we just gonna say it's a UFO. It's an alien. Well, it's definitely unidentified. Well, yeah, totally. So it is right. a UFO. Yeah, is it interdimensional, extraterrestrial, hyperterrestrial, no. inner Earth, uh, uber terrestrial, hypoterrestrial, hypoterrestrial. Wow. What does that mean, oh. Raj? Hypoterrestrial? Yeah, you're the expert. What does that mean? I don't know. Do you I mean, get, do you get injected inter- with terrestrial? Interdimensionally speaking, I mean, obviously. Well, you are a go-to an, interdimensional guru. Well, because that's just where the truth lies sometimes. Well, duh. Sometimes it's just different dimensions crossing over into one another. Ooh. Boy, that's a convenient catch-all. Oh, it's super convenient. I love it. It's the, that's yeah. why I like it. The portal it. opens. It comes from wherever. Yeah, it's and here. then you know what happens? The portal closes and it goes back. And that's, no, that's one's none the, no one's none of the, the wiser. The wiser. The wiser. Yeah. Hey, wiser. Yeah. No one's Let me flip through my book of sayings. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you did it! Oh, quips and aphorisms. Oh, I know. There's a portal that opens up to see that there's a fucking ship comes out. I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> you always go. Gah, 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 gah. I start getting spit in my mouth. I know. I totally yeah, get spit yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. Saliva choking. All right. So interdimensionally speaking. Yeah. That's always a possibility. Sure, why not? That we entertain. Yeah. It still fucks me up, though. Why are they always fucking humanoids? They're I always... mean, maybe that's... Is that just a shared characteristic amongst the galaxy? It could Does very that make well sense? Be. Yeah. Or anything else? There's some biologists okay. of the Claim Lord. Claim that. What? It's not proof of the Lord. It's proof of the Lord? What are you <laughs> hey, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bilateral symmetry, arms and legs... Two eye. Well, it doesn't. We don't know how many eyes it has. If it has any eyes, two. Eye, oh no! Super folds on your face. Three, three fangs. fangs. Oh wait, no. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. No, there goes no, the no. symmetry out the fucking window. There. No armpits. How's <laughs> <laughs> that even no possible? Yeah. Does think, it have like fucking think about like, that. a venomous uh, elbow like a slow loris? Jesus. So. Lack of armpits, uh, weird skin, <laughs> yeah. totally. Um, Glowing and or reflective sweet space suit, apparently. Yeah, the space suit's another interesting aspect right. of yeah, it, And that's too. the other thing. You're wearing this fucking suit that looks all metallic and futury. That's an right. Where's your fucking shoes? <laughs> With your two goddamn big toes hanging out. Oh, yeah, out. that's right. The, the protuberance. Yeah. Um, if maybe, that's yeah. what, what it was. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't know. Uh, Does Brambley, if it was, maybe they just saw... Who knows? Eh, well, vineyard. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if it was. I don't know. It's February, so I don't know if that's the height of grape growing season or right. if it's pretty abandoned at that right. point. But yeah, I guess the uh, the super lack of boots or shoes is kind of weird. That but, lends um, more you know, towards to me. And again, this is where it becomes a generic catch-all. If you're interdimensional, 
you can breathe on Earth. If you're extraterrestrial, that's silly. Get a mask. Yeah. <laughs> Get an oxygen tank. Yeah, exactly. You're from another goddamn planet. Yeah, for the love of God. Yeah. But if you're from another Earth, yeah. you can hey, breathe your good, good old-fashioned Earth air. Chewbacca well, yeah. never wore boots. No one ever questioned him. No. Or pants. Yeah. Just a fucking bandolier. I mean, granted, he's in a movie. But yeah. whatever. Who cares? He's just a big space Sasquatch. We're just using it as an uh, example of... Boots or no boots. Dude. This is a you god do you. damn genuine alien encounter, and I'm standing by. All right, you know, I mean, well, I'm, it could be. I'm interested. Oh, nah. I kind of want to know more. I kind of want to know. Uh, I want some more information. Could on be, it, but uh, or, or not, or not. I mean, believe it, or you're the stupid. The only thing, yeah. though, working against these kids is that it was featured in um, on that TV show. It looked a lot like. It, it. looks an awful. Its face lot. is super wrinkly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I feel like this is the the Chupacabra effect it it could be something to it or is it could a hyper terrestrial emulating something that is common to its culture to make itself seem more appealing to the children it's presenting itself to i mean boy is that a stretch but i like it why not i like it i, I mean, enjoy that's, it that's, that's that's the magic of you know ultra terrestrials well they are fucking tricksters and they are they can I look feel like, like a flying fucking they, i know boat. but they i feel like if they're they gonna want. do they should have done better research Oh, yeah. No, it always seems sloppy. It yeah. always seems like it's teenagers that don't give a fuck. Right. It never feels like it's like, all right, we're going we're gonna to land here. We're going to do a real serious mission. We're going to present ourselves in a way that's going to be really appealing to these people, and everything's going to be fine, or they won't notice at all. It's always this really clusterfuck of like weird-looking faces and terrifying the locals. That's and, what I mean. It's and, they, and they don't seem to be doing anything. Disaster. Like, I'm going to three rocks and a fucking condom, <laughs> and I'm going to fucking go away. I know. It's like Seth Rogen plans out all these away missions. <laughs> Like, it fucks them up completely. You're like, dude, like, why? We just want to look like uh, a bush. And <laughs> why, why do you have seven it, legs and fucking? Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. Well, um, I think there you have it. There you have Honestly, it. Honestly, I think that's it. That's what we got. We got the. They uh, need Kofu to get on the ball. They need to get their shit organized. Yeah. They need a they need a good bureaucracy to really start planning Actually, this real, shit. What what year was this again? 75. Okay, 75. All right, cool. February 23rd. Cool. Wow, look at... Fu- How did you know that? Because that was a year, it's a year and one day after I was born. Oh. Really? Look at that. Oh. Were you there? Well, yeah. Were you involved with A year and, I was one, year and day one day after you were born? So you were technically on the earth. What were you doing? I was on the earth. What were you doing? Yeah, can you can you fucking tell us about your whereabouts? What were your whereabouts? <laughs> <laughs> What I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I have a shiny silver costume with a melty brown face mask. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> Little infant baby Chris scaring people in Japan. Oh, man. Adorable. I don't know. Could. Could be. Psst. All right, so that is the fanged <laughs> humanoids of Kofu. So, uh, you know what? Contact us. Let us know what you think. A lot of you guys out there have um, some pretty cool uh, different information on stuff like this tied to other cases that occasionally they show. Oh, absolutely. So, I love yeah, it. Yeah, let us know. Love The more information we Get have, the us. more we can create connections between all yeah, of these totally. disparate events. Even if even if they are tenuous and grasping at straws, that's half the fun, that's half the joy, and that's where the some joy. Uh, un- unexpected truths reveal themselves. And that's kind of what this is all about. Oh my is, God. Is unrevealed is truths. Unrevealed troops, truths. <laughs> unrevealed <laughs> truth. Grasping at straws and just taking a shot in the dark. Oh, is that, our new, is that our new mission statement? Yeah. <laughs> is that, our, yeah. is that, that really feels like exactly like what we do. We're going to make some shit up and you're going to agree with it or no, you're not. 
not going to agree never, with that. Ever make it up? Well, no. Yeah, we're this gonna, is impeccably research. We're going to make up our that connections. Is true. Our yes. conclusions yeah. are valid. No, your research is solid, and then we go and muck it up. Oh, we sure as fuck we do. We go and just shit stomp all That's over the it. That's the fun. That's what we do. All right. Yeah, but who says it's not true? Yeah, it's true. Maybe we're dancing our way to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do it for the Kryptonaut podcast be sure to follow us on the social medias Instagrams Facebooks and Twitters be sure to rate and review this episode on the iTunes and the Apple podcast that helps us out greatly it helps us with the numbers and it helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourselves fucking wow right it was a little monotone towards the end but I I I lost air yeah you did you just kept talking you didn't stop I didn't stop I could see your turn blue in front of us (laughs) he almost passed out (laughs) almost almost thank you for talking or thank you for joining us and we're talking to you soon hey oh keep it wrinkly keep it real oh keep it weird elbow skin Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be weird wrinkly elbow skin. Fucking odd. Oh, mummies who die. That shouldn't be on your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>